0: Your work week is over. never, never do. You know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. Kick back and get the latest on the Colts and the NFL. This is The Last Word, the off-season home of the Colts, with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt Taylor.
1: Not only Matt Taylor here with myself, but we also have the great Rick Venturi, and we are talking NFL Draft. This is the last word. We're brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today. Make every moment more. We are live and in person in Broad Ripple over at Kilroy's NFL Day Two Draft Party. Am I saying that right? The you day nailed two, it. Okay? You nailed it. We uh, we didn't have the Day One Draft Party, Coach, because, well, quite frankly, for the third time in four years. <laughs> we have not had a, a number one pick. So day two sees the Colts having selections uh, in the second round and third round today, number forty-two and seventy-three. And I want to start it. There were nine trades yesterday, so a lot Nuts. of business, a Nuts. lot of stuff going on in the NFL. Not only grabbing players out of college, but you know, veteran players making some moves and definitely moving teams. Eleven pick trades that were agreed to before the draft began, and it made for an exciting evening. Guys, number 11, 12, and 13, we saw Marquise Brown dealt from the Ravens to the Cardinals. A.J. Brown, goodbye. Out of the AFC South, (laughs) traded to the Tennessee Titans, uh, traded from the Tennessee Titans to Sirianni's Eagles, and I'll start with you. What do you make of all this wide receiver movement, big money being spent early on in this thing when we saw Christian
0: Kirk go to the Jaguars for big money? What's going on, Coach? Well, the, the term I would use Uses evolution in two ways. Number one, I think the receipt, the value of receivers today, is so much greater than it was perceived five years ago. Okay. I think there's a hell of a lot more involved. You're going to see a bunch more come off the board tonight. Uh, I think the, uh, I, I think the, the, basically the spread offense in college, the seven on seven camps teams are spitting out receivers and then the second part of the evolution is they are really getting paid now i i don't know that i can agree with that i'm kind of like mad i mean i can't i don't know how you can pay your quarterback 30, not 40 million no and then and then pay your receivers 27 million but at this point they're getting paid right and so you're seeing this chaotic movement and and as soon as you lose somebody you get somebody. I mean, Tennessee was amazing. I mean, they announced the Brown tape, uh, you know, and they draft Burke within 10 minutes. I mean, it was it was like, oh, well, we got that. I mean, right. in, in the Baltimore situation, Arizona had Hollywood Brown at their draft party. I mean, so all these things have been in the works. Uh, again, it's like nothing I've ever seen because the receiver position was undervalued up until just recently. And then number two, it was never overpaid.
2: Yeah, I mean right now you you talk about a guy like AJ Brown going from a rookie contract where he's making about 4 million dollars a year to 25 Good for God. the next 4 years. It, it's just it, I don't think it's sustainable. You to your point, Rick, you can't pay your quarterback 30 plus and your wide receiver 25 plus. If you do that, you're going to be shopping at Dollar General the rest of the way. It's safety or guard or or linebacker. I mean, that's why you saw teams like, you know, in, in the offseason, Kansas City and Tennessee and Green Bay, they're trying trading these wide receivers because it's just getting too steep when you already have a guy like Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. You just you can't keep up with all of these escalating prices at that position. But that being said, six receivers in the top 18, that's right. never yeah. happened before. Other marquee receivers being traded. It's fascinating to see what's happening now because you've got receivers going at the top of the draft. You've got receivers that are proven in this league going to other teams via trade. It's clear, though, that teams are saying, This is what we have to do to compete, and we have two ways to go about it. We can get guys that are going to turn into those guys, or we can go pay for the guys that are proven in the NFL that have produced these last three or four years on Sundays in the National Football League. That's
1: Matt Taylor, voice of the Colts here with Rick Venturi. I am the gore man. We're in broad ripple at Kilroy's. The Colts day two draft party presented by our friends at Bud Light. Come on down, a lot of giveaways going on. The cheerleaders are gonna be here. Big Joe Wrights will be down here. The big man signing some autographs. Let's get back to the draft. Rick, uh, I wanna talk about the positional depth at 42, specifically wide receiver. Everybody's saying the Colts are gonna nab a wide receiver at 42, it's most needed. We hear that all across the media boards, national and local. But there's also, also an offensive tackle question mark
0: that's going on right now. What are we looking like at 42, Coach? Well, I think at 42, I, I think basically you're going to have a cluster of players whose grades are very similar. I think if Raymond makes it, the left tackle from Central, Central Michigan, I think he's the only guy that would legitimate be a left tackle pick
2: at 42. A, a, a non-wide receiver A non-wide pick.
0: receiver. Now... Oh. The, the other people in the cluster is you have several receivers. You have a ton of receivers with Pickens, Watkins, Pierce, Shakir, uh, Gray, uh, Jones, Sky Moore. I mean, you, you have a, a lot of depth, more depth at that position than any position. And then I think tight end is maybe available because, because the Love tight it. end position is uh, there. there isn't a great one at this day, right? but there's a very good Jack Doyle type in McBride who is a very good, even faster than Jack. And then you have Jelaney Woods, who I really like out of Virginia, who you shoot high for, you know, who has a tremendous ceiling. So I, I think within those three positions, I think you're going to have real quality and obviously, you never turn your back on a corner if he slips to you. Uh, you know, defensive line is undervalued, particularly the interior. But there's going to be guys there. There's no question in my mind at 42, you're going to get a good play. Do you
1: hear what Coach is saying, Matt? Everybody's saying wide receiver, wide receiver, but you got to fill other holes. Like Coach said, defensive line.
2: we got some cornerback depth issues and stuff going on. What do you like at 42, Mate? I, I agree with Rick. I think it's first. Hey, listen, this is what's going to happen inevitably because when you're picking the second round and third round, every team has holes. Every team has needs, okay? It doesn't matter what year it is. You're going to go into that particular draft and have something that is sort of a, a burning question for you uh, from one off season to the next. So I think inevitably what's going to happen here for the Colts is position of need and highest player on your board are going to intersect. And that's when it that's when it becomes easy. When it becomes tricky is what Rick is alluding to, is when just to keep it simple, like if you're if you're rating players one to ten, if ten is the highest on your on your draft board, okay, if you have a, a tackle that's an eight or a nine, or a wide receiver that's an eight or a nine, that's when it becomes tricky because you know, maybe it's a guy that's at an offensive tackle position that's at a nine, receiver's at a seven, so that's when it becomes a little bit murky, but the Colts are never going to reach. They're always going to take best player available, and if you reach for a position of need and get it wrong, well, guess what? You got the same needs next year, and you're not a good football
1: We're team. at the Colts' day two draft party at Kilroy's in Broad Ripple. Rick Venturi, the ball coach, is here. Matey Boyce of the Colts. I am the gourmet Don't forget, with the next pick, if you haven't seen it, go to Colts.com. It's an Emmy Award winning special. special that the Colts drop. They dropped episode three on Tuesday night earlier this week. Episodes one through three they're available on Excuse me, on Colts.com, the Colts mobile app, and all the Colts social media channels. The final episode will be unveiled next week, recapping the Colts draft weekend. Wait for that. When we come back, we are here at Kilroy's and Broad Ripple, the Colts day two draft party. We're talking about the Colts' recent success and Chris Ballard's success on day two of the draft. And could the Colts be looking for a quarterback tonight, Rick Venturi, with the only one going, only one of them going off the board last night? This is the last word. 93.5, 107.5, the fan.
0: If you can't get enough Colts talk, this is the show for you. This is The Last Word, the off-season home of the Colts.
1: Welcome back to The Last Word here in Broad Ripple at Kilroy's. I housed already a couple of those breadsticks. You did. I mean, I did. I did it took not you four bites, while. pal. I tell you what, just give me the small order, I'm in and out. That's yeah. what I do. I hit and run. Hey, don't forget, last word is brought to you by our He's friends. T- you're still on Atkins. At FanDuel Sportsbook. <laughs> download the app today. Make every moment more. And don't forget, download the weekly official Colts podcast featuring the latest news analysis, inside interviews, yada, yada. This week, we previewed the draft. We previewed the draft. You know what I'm talking about. Yada it's yada, all yada there. Yada. Good read. It's what is, all is there. it Seinfeld? Yada, <laughs> yada, Good read. there. <laughs> <laughs> you get Venturi up the—I mean, you got enough Taylor. We got J.J. Stank, Alara Overton. I squeeze in there every now and again. Just check it out on Colts.com. Day two. I love this for Chris Ballard because he has a you know a success history with getting the second-day picks right. Let's go over some of them. Okay, Leonard, Smith, Yassin, Taylor, Pittman, all second-rounders. You know what I'm saying? Uh, solid contributors uh, like Taekwon Lewis, Kamoko Touré. Those guys are, are, are second-day guys. But he loves to trade. Coach, we, he talks about getting more picks. He talks about it at his press conference. Give me
0: more picks. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to find them. Can we expect that today? Yeah, I, I think you can. I think because when we get to 42, I think we're going to have a cluster of players. Like, for instance, there may be five receivers with good grades that if you backed up maybe three spots, you might be able to get them. I'm not a trade back guy. I okay. think it's a cop out. I think you Explain rank your, that to me real quick cuz you did earlier and I love it. Explain okay. why it's a cop First out. First of all, you rate your players, Go ahead. okay, from top to bottom. You rate a guy number 46, he's better than number 55. So to me, every time you move back you go down talent-wise exponentially. So I think you have to be really careful with it. Sometimes I think sit there, make the tough decision between a couple guys and go on. Now, if it's a trade back two or three spots and you pick up a premium draft pick, fine. But if you pack in with threes and fours and fives, all you're really doing is changing oil because those guys are interchangeable. We lost seven guys to free agency and went right on because there are interchangeable parts in a team so what we need is guys that can help us win game changers. In 22 yeah win. we we've done that in the offseason but now we have to do it in the draft i'm gonna ask maytee first and follow up with coach rick venturi here in broad
1: ripple at kilroy's this is the last word we got a coach draft day two, day two draft party the Colts draft party right here in broad ripple Maytay at 42 at number 42 are there future star receivers there available in this draft? Coach, I'm going to ask you because everybody's been chirping about oh. we've got a wide receiver heavy draft.
2: Yeah, heck yeah. Absolutely there's there's you know there's future all-pro guys, there's future pro bowl guys at receiver at 42 for the Colts. I mean, but that being said, I think we should temper expectations a little bit in terms of what they're going to translate into next season, but that does not diminish the Colts' need and and dependency on one of these guys for the upcoming season. Don't get that uh, misconstrued. There's only been one Colts receiver, rookie receiver ever in the history of the franchise that's gone over a 1,000 yards in his first year. That was Bill Brooks back in 1986. Brooks. But, I mean, just – as Rick said, I mean, Danny Gray out of SMU, Sky Moore out of Western Michigan, Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. Uh, these are guys that project very, very well, very, very high in the NFL. And at least one of those guys, probably multiple of those guys, are going to be sitting there when the Colts are on the clock at 42. But I think their biggest dilemma is going to be if Bernard Raymond at tackle is still available, what do you do? Do you take a tackle with with his uh, measurables and, and what he projects to be as a depth piece on the offensive line next year or do you take a wide receiver you know the the ninth, tenth, eleventh best receiver in this in this. Coach, in you get a wide
0: receiver at forty two, he's a day one starter. Am I wrong? No, that's right. And and I think the perception of receivers five years ago and today is different. And you don't have to come in and be a 1,000-yard guy. What you have to do is be a guy that threatens the field, that gives you another dimension on the outside, so they can't sit down and jam the running game like they did a year ago and like they do every year by the end of the season. Okay.
1: Maytay, quarterbacks. I want to get to this. Kenny Pickett, the only yeah. one picked last night, yeah. right? The only one after five quarterbacks were taken in round one of last year's NFL draft. What's more surprising than just one quarterback game drafted was that it wasn't Malik Willis out of Liberty. Everybody's loved this kid, all right? He was seen by many as a top quarterback in it. Certainly the prospect with the most upside guy, all right? That's what they're saying about. So with so many quarterbacks still on on the board, Matey, I'm going to you first. We've got Ellinger on on this roster. Don't forget that. Do Are we getting the same guy if we take a guy at at the 73rd-101 in that sort of mid-range round draft
2: pick? I think hypothetically it's worth talking about because there are quarterbacks available. As you said, there was only one taken last night. And it is the most pressing long-term need for the Colts. They are three years in the the post-Andrew Luck era, if you will. So hypothetically, yes, you can't cross that off. But it's all about evaluation. And you know, I think it all boils down to whether or not they are absolutely sold on a prospect. If they are, you just can't ignore that. But I think the downside of that is if you draft a quarterback on day two, and let's let's also be real, this is not, you know, this isn't Fields in Chicago, right? This isn't last year's quarterback class. So if you draft a quarterback at 42... The idea is that eventually in a couple of years, you're going to give this guy the keys to the car, but it's not going to be until year three. And this team has pressing needs right now. They want to compete right now in the AFC with a really good quarterback in Matt Ryan. So that's what it's going to boil down to a quarterback for me. I,
0: I think you're on the same page as mate First of all, never say everybody, okay? <laughs> yeah. I was never in favor of Willis. <laughs> the, the selection of Pickett validated me. And if we get back to this, to me... The intriguing guy is Ritter. Now I wouldn't do it on the second round because I I have the Rams in me. I want to win now. I worry about next year, next year. We are a team that is positioned to win in 222. Let's get somebody that's on the field from day one and makes a little bit of a difference.
1: Look for it. Look for it. That's Coach Rick Venturi, Mayte voice in the Colts here. I'm Gorman over at Kilroy's and Broad Ripple, the Colts day two draft party. Giving away a lot of good stuff tonight. The cheerleaders, Joe Wrights, will be here. Some big announcements coming up and giveaways. Come on down to Broad Ripple at Kilroy's and enjoy yourself. Now, after this quick timeout, We're going to give you the Forum Credit Union question of the week. I'm going to buzz Rick on that as well as Maytay. We're going to talk about Chris Ballard's draft history and what we're discussing the big winners from last night's first round and predicting what the Colts are going to do in the second and third rounds and beyond. The last word down here in Broad Ripple at Kilroy's. We'll be back on 93.5, 107.5, The Fan.
0: Welcome back to The Last Word, the off-season radio home of the Indianapolis Colts. We are in Broad
1: Ripple over at Kilroy's Colts Day 2 draft party giving away a lot of stuff down here Colts cheerleaders they just arrived Big Joe Wright will be here got some great specials going on a lot we of already have faces. a great crowd here I mean this is a place that don't forget Venturi used to be the mayor of Broad Ripple bro <laughs> When he was on that Colts staff years ago, I mean, yeah. this was a watering hole. He, he, he admitted it. He'd saunter up here, belly up <laughs> at the ball. I helped build it. Yeah, There's right. no question <laughs> about it. I, ha- I helped he every Friday. <laughs> he put a couple kids
2: through college, I think.
1: boy. May tell you, this is not up in your neck of the woods, so welcome. No, yeah. Welcome this is Canada there.
2: for me. Might yeah. as well be. We, we are the I love board. it, though. I love it.
1: Down at Kilroy's, come on down and say hi. We'll be here all night. The NFL grab bag brought to you by our friends at Meyer. Meyer, the official super center of your indianapolis colts and a proud sponsor of hundreds of local sports teams across the midwest the indianapolis colts they've teamed up with anthem blue cross and blue shield to recognize school teachers administrators nurses staff members and communities nominate your classroom quarterback today at colts.com slash classroom quarterbacks rick i gotta ask you get your thinking cap on because we do have a draft choice question coming up on the forum credit union question of the week since 2017, the Colts General Manager Chris Ballard has drafted twelve players on the defensive side of the ball in the first three rounds. Okay. By comparison, just five picks have been spent on the offensive side of the ball. Who are they?
0: The Chris five, Ballard. On offensive, the offensive guys. Side of the ball. yes. Well, the first the first two guys are really obvious. It's it's Pittman and Taylor. Boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And those are those are top ten guys. Yep. Um, Uh, Smitty, the right tackle, top ten guy. And, and I mean if you evaluate those kinds of picks, you're very confident for tonight because he has been a master of the second and third day. I don't right. think there's any question about it. And I am buying myself some time.
2: <laughs> Who the hell else it was. Yeah, this is a hell of a filibuster, man. <laughs> Who the hell it was? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Quentin Nelson. Every day. And I'm gonna go Paris Campbell. There it is, Paris oh, Campbell.
0: I was thinking of twos. I wasn't I, was, I, yeah, I, I was think. Yep, my mind is
1: on those number twos. There you tonight. go. Paris Campbell. Hey, really quick, give me ten seconds. Paris
0: Campbell a, a factor this year in the Colts offense? You want him to be, but you can't make book on it. I mean it's just history history works against it. If he if he somehow miraculously stays healthy big-time playmaker. Right, right, big-time playmaker. All right, don't forget, visit the Forum Credit Union Fan Forum
1: section of Colts.com. Interact with other fans online. You can post a topic, participate in various discussions regarding your Colts. Forum Credit Union, helping members live their financial dreams. Down here in Broad Ripple at Kilroy's the Colts Day 2 draft party. Maytay, voice of the Colts, Coach Rick Venturi, joining us right now. Day 1 winners. mayte you're up. Give me the winners from wow. the first round. Nothing about the second round because it's coming up, and you are looking for the Colts to be Day 2 winners. But, last night, first round, who'd you like?
2: All right, I'm going I'm going Lions, and I'm going Jets. The Jets with Sauce Gardner uh, at four, and then they landed Ohio State wide out Garrett Wilson at ten. Uh, then they traded up to grab Florida State defensive end Jermaine Johnson, Rick, who a lot of people thought he was going to go in the top ten, but he falls to 26, so some really good value there, and then the Lions get Aiden Hutchinson at number two, then they trade up big time, right? They go, what, from 32, or go, yeah, 32 to 12, right? to get uh, Jamison Williams who might be the most explosive wide receiver in the draft class when healthy but we'll see when that is so I'm going Lions and Jets yeah I
0: think I think Matt hits it on the head I think particularly the Jets because three elite players elite players Gardner Wilson and Johnson and all in game-changing positions yeah very high important positions but I will say this if you have three number one draft picks, you're a freaking idiot if you don't have a good year, okay? <laughs> to me the best team don't to, me, the, it, to, Rick. to me the best team in this draft yesterday who maneuvered to get where they had to get. And they are, they are ready to win right now is the New Orleans Saints. Boom, he loves because it. Because they have two critical guys that not only are super talents, but they fit needs. Day one starters, You know, both that of is them? Olave, I mean, number one. And the big I tackle. Mean, big, big, and the big yeah. tackle penning from Northern Iowa. And again, the reason I say that is those are teams are compete ready. Okay, they maneuvered to get those two picks. All right, go
1: ahead. GM Matt Taylor, your dream scenario tonight. The general manager for a second. Go
2: ahead. Dream (laughs) scenario, second, third round tonight. What do you do? All right, I'll go real quick. I think you're going to see the Colts trade back either in the second round or third round. Uh, That is the the history of of Chris Ballard. 14 draft day trades since 2017. Uh, And then I'm not going to put it's got to be this or that. I'm saying best player available probably in all likelihood will intersect again at either tight end, tackle or receiver. Rick, all right, three guys I want to walk out of here with. And it might have to come all the way till
0: Saturday morning. I want to walk out of here with Pierce, receiver from Cincinnati, Shakir, receiver from Boise State. Boise State. And 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 I want Jelani Woods tight end out of University of Virginia. I walk out with those three guys, I'm going home. You can do the rest of Hold it. Hold on a minute. <laughs> are they more
1: are they are these guys Morris Reservoir All-Stars or are they Gulf of
0: Mexico All-Stars? Right now they'll they'll get us to the promised land. <laughs> that
1: is a rictionary right there, Coach Rick Venturi. I am Jeffrey Gorman here in Broad Ripple at Kilroy's the Colts Day Two Draft Party, joined by the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Maytay, having fun tonight. You're gonna got you will guys do, are gonna baby. give updates right here on ESPN Radio on and 1075-935. 5, 5. The fan, we will talk to you down the road.